It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Morning. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Headspacers, far and wide, near and far. <laughs> Here we are, another episode of Headspace. First of all, hey, everybody that's tuning in for our live broadcast every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But then those of you who tune in during the podcast, weekly podcast, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Y'all, do you know we have people listening literally all over the world? Amazing. And, and except for Antarctica. And I think that's just because the penguins don't have good cell service down there. <laughs> we have people listening all over the world. Good morning, Kevin, out of Denver. Good to see your brother. Good to see your brother. Um, anyway, I'm excited uh, about just seeing your faces. Uh, Christy, what's up, girl? What's up? Good morning, Dr. Mike. Good morning, Crystal. Hey, Good Crystal. morning, Christy. Hey, Dr. Mike. How is the weather in um in Kansas City? Because here in Baltimore, it's just being it's just being crazy. What's it What's it doing over in, in Kansas City, Crystal? Same. It can't make up his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah. literally seventy degrees on Monday, and then it was eighteen degrees the next day on Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Good morning, Jamal. Hey, Jamal, happy belated birthday, brother. I know your birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday to you. And we had Christy's birthday last week, but I hear there's another birthday. Um, is there another birthday, perhaps, in the ranks? No? Yes, no? Maybe so? I don't know whose birthday it Are is. Are you talking about our, our producer, uh, Crystal? Her birthday's today. Her birthday is today. That's right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Krista. Yep. Yes, happy birthday. So our birthday with uh, Elevation Global Media. By the way, we want to give a big shout out to Elevation Global Media. We love partnering with you all to bring uh, this show here. And um, today we have our producer, Alexia, and she is awesome. So, Alexia, thank you for holding down the fort uh, while Crystal is celebrating her birthday and having a good time. So we definitely um, love and appreciate you guys. Uh, my mama is in the house, so we here. So y'all, we gotta be on our best behavior. Not <laughs> my mama is in the house, y'all. There's been a lot going on. This week was the longest year ever. Like it was the longest year ever. First of all, um, Ukraine. What? What in the what? What in the what? Like what in the what? We knew it was coming. You know what we did, and I was telling somebody else. I said once those jokers. We're lining up across the border. That would have been my that would have been my cue to exit stage right. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. um, I, I you're right. It was inevitable, and and I think uh, Putin kept saying, "Oh, we don't plan on attacking, huh?" Like, sir, whatever, dude. We we know what you're doing, but it's crazy. Like, it's I think it's just wild because no one can really tell me what the Ukraine did except for just exist to make them deserve this. Like, I mean, do y'all know? Like, do y'all know what, what is going on? I, I'm going to tell you, no, I don't know. And the truth is we should all be more educated about, let me not speak for Crystal, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you and I, Dr. Mike, we should be more educated about what's going on. But I did see a really interesting uh, analogy of what's going on in yes. Ukraine. Funny. Did you see it? Yes, it was a. It compared the relationship. It compared, excuse me, the <laughs> Russia and Ukraine, uh, like it was in a relationship. It talked about how Ukraine. I mean, sorry, Russia is like the old, the ex boyfriend who uh, won't let go. Who didn't, you know, who won't let go. And Ukraine got herself together, went on to do big things, and you know, went went and got her good degree. You know, got a good job, <laughs> and all of that. And now that she's doing all good or whatever and got some friends lined up around her, supporting her, helping her, you know, being her pep squad cheerleaders. Mm -hmm. Now Ukraine, Salty, want to come back and claim what isn't his. 
what is it? it right. Now, I think it says this: uh, Ukraine used to be in an abusive relationship with Russia, yeah. feeding him, letting him use her car, yeah. and yes. giving him whatever he asked for until she built up the confidence to call it quit back quits back in 1991. <laughs> Since then, the, what is it? The Ukraine, like you said, has been working on herself, becoming a strong, independent woman with help from friends like France, America, Poland, etc. Offering her spirit, loaning her money, and helping her find her way. That's right. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's true because um, now what I do remember, 1991, I remember the USSR communism um, fell. Like it was right. uh, the end of communism. Mm -hmm. and not, not communism, but USSR. Right. And what happened was they became separate entities and, and was going back and researching. And maybe one day we're going to be, if there's a listener out there who can actually break some of this down for us, let me know. Because we would love to have you on so you can kind of talk us through this. But apparently... Um, the USSR, I always just thought that the USSR was just one huge country, but I didn't realize that there were independent countries that became a part of it. And so USSR was like controlling these other countries right. with the communism. Does that, that sound right, right, Crystal? And then when they broke through, um, Ukraine was one of them, like Moldova, a lot of the stands, um, they were a part of that. And, <laughs> and, and so now, uh, Romania, um, Belarus, and so what they're saying now is that you know it's tie, it's you know uh, Russia, you know Putin was former KGB, like he has bought into the system of communism, like he just believes in that, and mm -hmm. it's, it's safe to say that he is a dictator. He um he set it up where I guess so he's a three term president, and before that, president was only allowed to be two terms, like here, but he signed into law. The ability to run a couple more times and he can he can theoretically be president until at least 2034. wow and that's scary. scary that's like really scary so it sounds to me like we have somebody that's a little maniacal and uh trigger happy and, and then but the, i think the bigger part of it is he said if y'all intervene you're going to experience something you've never experienced before mm -hmm. wow Yes, he did. And so our hands are like tied. Well, we've already signed a treaty. So Anna, um, like we are a part of the other countries because they are, NATO. yeah, NATO, we're a part of that. So basically if they do mess with them, then we have to step in. Yeah, if he messes with any of the NATO countries, the problem is Ukraine's mm -hmm. not NATO yet. Right, but the other countries and are allowed. The other, other countries, countries are. are. That's right. So if if that, oh, it's just. And then and the thing about it is warfare used to be, you know, when you think of it like guns and artillery and all that stuff, but it's beyond it. Like they're talking about cyber attacks, and we already have experienced cyber attacks here in America, and apparently, it it's only a matter of them just they could. They, I mean, they could literally shut us down by wiping out our grid. You know, shutting down the wastewater system, like everything. Oh, it's just God help us. Truthfully, you know, it, we just need to deal with reality. Yeah, and we all need to be prepared. Yeah, you know, for things to not be so comfortable. Yeah, and or affordable. Yeah, and um, we just what does the Bible say? Be also ready. Be also ready in season and out of season. And out of season, yes. Go to Hello. <laughs> amen, amen, and mm -hmm. amen. Mm -hmm. All right. So on a, on a different news, we have y'all. Uncle Joe has picked the next. You know he, who he wants to nominate to be the next Supreme Court nominee. Mm -hmm. Yes, and let me say this: he he made a promise well i don't want to start with his promises but he did make a promises promise last year around this time that he was going to nominate the first african-american woman to the supreme court and he honored that and boy did he pick the a woman with the most african-american name i've ever heard Listen. is it kananji katanji katanji excuse me katanji jackson Brown. Brown. You can't get <laughs> it don't get no blacker than that. Unapologetic. <laughs> Look, if anybody has a question, she is African American. Like there's no question about I mean, mm -mm. she got the, the crochet braids. Is that what they are? The crochet. I asked Shirella to help me out with what kind of braids they are. 
because I don't know. I was like, are they box braids? What are they? She was like, wait, wait, let me, uh, I'm gonna go off and look at them again and let you know. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be right well, back. I mean, she got the braided hair. She, Kanji mm -hmm. Jackson, there's no no question that she is a black woman. She is, and in honor of her, I actually wore my, you can't see it, but it's my black Barbie shirt. Nice. Because nice. she is beautiful to me. Yes. I love it. Yes. I love like everything about her. And then she's just like, I know like, we don't really know that much about her, but to me, it just feels like she's so full of joy. You know, yes. like when I see her, I just feel like, oh, yes, girl. Like that's how I feel yes. on the inside. Like I feel so proud, you know? Yes. Like, and, and Mike, mm -hmm. those are sister locks. Sister locks. Yes, that's what I'm, I, Listen, based I'm upon my pictures that I've pulled up, it looks like she has sister locks. Sister locks. So there you go. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no question. But here's the thing, what I love the most, and, and I love the fact of this, but at the same time, it bothers me just a tad, is that she is highly qualified. Like, it's not like just that she was just picked because she fit the part. Harvard grad, she went there for undergrad and she went there for um, law school. She she actually clerked for just the, the, the justice she's actually replacing. And she sat in the bench, whereas what they were showing is that half of the Supreme Court justices didn't have nearly as much time on a, ju a judicial bench as much as she has. Like, so she actually has been there. And they said that she brings a unique perspective because she was a prosecuting attorney. I'm not prosecuting, I'm um, public defender, federal public defender. So she gets to see the other side of it. Mm -hmm. Man, oh, I'm excited. I am too. I'm excited. I just, I think it just, but what bothers me at the same time was that in order for that to happen, she had to go through that much scrutiny. And and to be fair, to be fair, um, the, the last woman, the, actually most of the women that go through um, for the Supreme Court do have to go through a lot of that, a lot more of that scrutiny than the men do. And I mean, that's just, that's still a something I'm, I'm talking to two ladies right now. You know, I just, I real I do recognize that there is some <clears throat> scrutiny that you have to go through and you just have to be a little extra better um, in order to, to meet the, um, to meet the qualifications. But we are so proud of you, Judge uh, Jackson Brown or Brown Jackson, Katanji Brown Jackson. Yes. We are so proud of you. And we, we are praying for you through your, um, <clears throat> through your confirmation and um, all that stuff. So, wow. Very exciting times are happening in America. Well, to that end, let's go ahead and take our first break, Alexia, and then we're going to come back with our heads up. 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. We at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at G Walt Services on Instagram. Remember, G Walt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. So today's heads up, uh, I, I just want to start out with this. Unless you've been living underneath a rock, you have to know that there is currently a situation in Eastern Europe. We've been talking about uh, the situation going on in Ukraine. Russia is um, has staged an offensive um, on <clears throat> the the country of Ukraine. And <clears throat> a few nights ago, I was laying in bed, <clears throat> and the special report came across the screen letting us know that it had officially begun. And I have to tell you that while we have studied situations like this in history class, this one hits a little differently. Like, I, I mean, I sat there and I was watching it and I was just like, I don't know, is it just the fact that I'm actually seeing it happen before my eyes, whereas in the past we read it in, in books so we actually saw video footage of what happened after the fact, but it was just the fact that I was watching it and I saw it actually taking place. I saw the, 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 the shots in the air. I saw the, 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 the commentators responding to the blast. Um, getting a little nervous and and seeking um, the head pr protective headgear and the vest and and that sort of thing. And as I watched it, my mind began to wander off to what would that feel like? Like what would that feel like? Um, <clears throat> here we are 
in America, I think the closest we ever really got to experiencing something like that, that uncertainty that comes along with war was when uh, the the planes hit the the towers and the Pentagon in um, during 9-11. What would that feel like if, if all of a sudden our life was just, um, you know, people have threatened us as America to kind of <clears throat> do things to us to to really, you know, we're, we're here, we're heavily fortified here, but what happens when all the talk is over and shots have been fired? What exactly am I doing? Like, what am I, what am I doing? And it, it's not just a speculation. The time has come. And, and what do you do? And my heads up is not so much about that situation as much as it about um, we all in our lives have been sitting in a situation where we've been on the brink of war in our lives, right? Um, not all negative, but we have been threatening some kind of action. There are some things that may have been happening in our health that we were on, you know, the, the clock is ticking on health issues, um, relationship issues, professional issues, professional opportunities. You have been on the verge of needing to act, but yet for whatever reason, we haven't acted, right? Um, we haven't um, pulled the trigger literally on that diet plan or uh, pull the trigger on stepping into the next phase in our relationship or taking the step for a different type of career path or um, actually shot out shot literally in um, asking for different opportunities at work. And that time that we've been waiting for, the reason why we've been waiting to do that is because we wanted the thing to be perfect. We wanted it to be a perfect time. We wanted it to be a perfect moment. We wanted everything to line up, all our I's to be dotted, our T's to be crossed, two plus two to equal four. And we've been waiting for that. And what I found is there's never a perfect time. There's never a perfect time. Um, those people in Ukraine, like they were wishing and hoping and trying to prepare, but there comes a point where the shots are fired. Now what? The shots are fired. Now what? And so one of the things I want to challenge you all in your heads up is I want you to start thinking about are you prepared to just when the when the opportunity presents itself? Are you prepared to make that plunge? Are you prepared to get the the you know the, those situations? I believe that many of us have been toying around with different things, and y'all, it's time for us to say, you know what, shots fired. Now what? It's time for me to go. Maybe I need to just go ahead and take that risk. Maybe I need to go ahead and take that plunge. Maybe I need to go ahead and just just put myself in a posture of getting things done. <clears throat> because I'm not going to find the perfect time. And there's always going to be something that's going to get in my way. Um, one of the things that I've been dealing with is, um, you know, you know, I've been struggling off and on with my weight and I'm happy to report I'm back on plan, which is great. You know, the holidays kind of between the holidays and we had, um, you know, I had my surgery on my knee and then we had death in the family and I'm not blaming it on that, but I'm just telling you that, that it was easier for me to just say, well, you know what? I'm not going to put my health um, as number one priority. And I didn't say that consciously, but I said it subconsciously by my action. I didn't do the things that I need to do. But guess what? Shots are fired, right? Shots are fired. You know, you, you have situations with your health that you one day, if you don't take action, you know, your heart will do what it does. That's not a good thing. Or you'll have some other types of situations that will come up in, in your life. Listen, you're going to be in a situation where, you know what, the job may not be what you want it to be. And so it's time for you to move on to the next one. But unless you take that step, unless you take that plunge, you just may never know. So one of the things I want to encourage you and challenge you in is to think about, are you ready for when the shot is fired? Are you ready to take action? Have you started putting yourself in a posture to get these things ready? And is it fear that's holding you back from doing something? Or is it just the fact that you're trying to wait, wait for the perfect storm that's not going to happen? Many of us have been called to great things. There's some things that God has called you to do. Question is, are you ready to go ahead and take that plunge? Or do you need those shots to be fired to add some pep to your step? With that being said, that's my heads up. the Headspace with Dr. Mike show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. 
The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. All right, y'all. So shots have been fired. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go. I see uh, Mason is getting that bottle and that he is a happy, happy camper. I see. <laughs> yeah, he is now. <laughs> so, all right. So we, we had a lot happen over these last week or so. I mean, I told you a lot happened. How about this? The All-Star game. First of all, did y'all watch the All-Star game? I didn't. I didn't. Didn't either. I didn't either. I'm trying to think. I think I'm trying to think about what happened that kind of got in the way of it. But we thank God for YouTube, right? Yeah. And apparently Macy Gray was the one to do the Star Spangled Banner this year. So you know what, Alexia, let's go ahead and play it real quick for the people in case they missed it. All right, let's Macy Gray. Here to perform the Star Spangled Banner is an acclaimed singer, songwriter and a Grammy Award winner from Canton, Ohio, Macy Gray. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight all the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave Our flag was still there. Oh, say does that star spangled banner yet the land of the free and the home of the brave. All right, so what are we thinking? What, what what we got to say? I didn't see anything wrong with the performance. Loved it. I loved it. I, I don't know what the issue was with her singing it. That's Macy Gray. That's Macy Gray. That's her style. She has a very jazzy, you know, that's her that's the influence that she sings with. And she I think she sounded great. I thought she sounded great too. I, I thought that she did. Uh, Michelle Purple Bling says she killed it. Yep, I agree. She did. I I loved it, and I, I'm also a Macy Gray fan too. Like she just she's an acquired See, taste. She's an acquired taste, right? I mean, yeah. I can't. I'm not going to sit for two hours and just listen to all Macy Gray. But every now and again, you know, you sprinkle a little Macy Gray in it. I I can rock with that. Kevin said mm -hmm. that was awesome. I agree. But people talked about it. Like they talked about it that it was awful. Go ahead, Crystal. I said I don't think I think the singing was amazing. I think she did a great job, like with her voice. But I think it was like the air that she gave off. You know, she kind of gave that air, like, um, like she, she she's somebody's mama and she showed up at your school and I ain't taking off my house coat, but I'm gonna come in here, say what I gotta do, and then you know get back in the car because it was like <laughs> I was waiting for her to pinch her coat together. You know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like how cold is it inside that you still have to have your coat on indoors? You know, <laughs> I mean, that's um, I, I, she was, well, like, it was Cleveland. It was Cleveland, so it could have been cold in there. Yeah, but I don't know. She just kind of gave off that. Let me let me get my coins and get up out of here. Kind of <laughs> you know, that's Macy Gray. That's yeah. Macy Gray. If you don't know, <laughs> like, um, Michelle. Michelle Purple Lake said, you always wonder if she's drunk, then she kills it. I think that was, she was giving me that. Like, is mm -hmm. she is she inebriated? But that's her. Like, that's her all the time. It is. Okay. It. She gave off that. Oh, y'all call me. Drunk. Okay, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you wanted me? You gonna get me. You that's get it. it. Well, mm -hmm. and apparently she, I follow her on TikTok and also on um, Instagram. And apparently she was fanning out 
cr like crazy through the whole um that whole situation with the All-Star game. Like she was walking around, she has had her own basketball and she was getting the players to sign it. Like oh, was getting them all to sign it and stuff. I just thought that was crazy. So mm -hmm. because you know, so people were talking about that, but then Alexia going to play this one because this was Fergie a couple of years ago. <laughs> Here we go. Let's can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly wave at the twilight's last gleaming whose breath strikes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the rivers we watched were so Like that mike <laughs> what are we thoughts what are we thinking i thought it was marilyn monroe for a second you know like <laughs> wait michelle purple blink said it was okay i didn't like the band rur, 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 but okay <laughs> kevin said kevin, lebron not being patriot by laughing doing that okay i get it i get where you could say that I think there was so much I, I I I just I don't think he was trying to be unpatriotic. I think he was responding, uh, reacting yeah. to that. Yeah, responding to Listen, what he was saying. There was a lot first of, of all before. the camera the cameraman, man man woman, the the person who was calling the switching the shots, the the per the director, the producer, director, producer in the back. They are the ones They're we petty. need to be getting on because yeah. they kept on panning and yeah. by those players knowing they were trying to contain they really were trying they really were they were doing their best to contain but it's just like you know when you're in church and yeah. somebody starts to sing yeah and they can't quite get there yeah. and you are pinching everything that you can pinch to yeah. keep it together so that you yeah. are not laughing in the lord's house and sometimes you just can't help yourself oh let me tell you something i am not looking forward to um when we when we take the mask off because the masks are going to tell a whole lot in church <laughs> Because those masks have been covering a multitude of sin, literally, right? Listen. <laughs> Josephine said she was trying to channel her inner Eartha kit, but it didn't exist. Oh. Mm -mm. Shavella yeah. said the instrumental sounded better than the singing. <laughs> yeah, I think she was trying. But, you know, I think that the uh, All-Star Game is just, I think that's just a tradition that the the national anthem at the the the, all, the basketball all-star game, NBA all-star game is supposed to be just a little different. Like, I think it's not supposed to be like main. I think that each sporting event has its own 
flavor. And so I'm guessing that she just thought that she could just be jazzy, maybe. But I think that's like every artist. Every artist puts their own flair on whatever, especially when it's a, a song that everybody knows. Yeah. They try to make it their own. Make it their own. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. She did that. So, <laughs> <she> did. <laughs> so, so before we close this out, I do, I would like to share um, what my favorite NBA All-Star version is. My, my favorite Star Spangled Banner is hands down um, Whitney Houston when she did it. Um, that was like one of my favorites. Um, but for the All-Star game, in spirit of All-Star game, let's pop this one up. This was Marvin Gaye back in 1983. And this is probably my favorite one. And after we play this one, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a, Yeah, Michelle Purple Blink said it. So let's go ahead and play this one, uh, Alexia. And um, we'll go from there. You can go ahead and pop it up. Yeah, so um, I know the sound was a little rough for some people, but um, the thing about it is uh, a lot of the chat is burning up. They're saying, what they say, uh, Michelle said, the only person who can make the national anthem sound sexy. Marvin <laughs> 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 that. I, I definitely, and Josephine said my thoughts exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, nonetheless, I, you know, really appreciated that. And yeah. <laughs> so needless to say, Macy Gray, we think you did a great job on the national anthem, regardless of what folk want to say. Everybody has their own take on it. And to that end, Alexia, let's take a quick break. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head -head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM.
Christy, did you get the? Did you get? Are you all caught up with Big Brother? Celebrity. I am. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, folk. There is a new winner for Big Brother Celebrity. Celebrity Big Brother. So are if we, you have not, right? So if you have not watched it, you might want to step away for just a few minutes. For a few seconds, yeah, you may want to. Yeah. But if you haven't watched it by now, I'm sorry. I <laughs> too much I can do. Get a couple days grace period. Yeah, are we pleased with the winner? I I am. I am. Yeah, I am. I, I I am. I thought that the 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 jury chose wisely. Yeah. And Todrick, he he screwed himself. Well, apparently. So I was when I when you were watch it, and and you know we we're avid Big Brother fans, and so when you watch it. You know, people, for the most part, there are a couple that will take things personally. Uh, but for the most part, they, they're they like, you know, I can't take it personally. I'm like, the, the, the game got me. Even myself, having been on Biggest Loser, I was mad about the situation that got me eliminated. But at the same time, I couldn't be overly upset because it's just a part of the game. You know, you just, you, you, there are consequences to winning and losing things. And that was the consequence for me. And so with that, um, I get all that. But it seemed like it was very personal um, when all of them were voting. Like they all made little comments when they voted and they said things like, you know, I think Todd, um, Todd Bridges said, you know, you got to be careful what you say on the, on the screen, on the, um, on the, on the live, oh, on the live feeds. And then I even remember they actually showed when Lamar, I think there was one point where after Todd Drake had won head of house, he was going through the house singing head of house. And Lamar was like, that's a, that's a sore, that's a sore winner. Like that's right. not, yeah. not a gracious winner. Gracious winner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. And apparently behind the scenes, there's a lot of backlash against him. It's bad. It's bad. I, I think that Todrick played, he obviously he connected with the right person in the house, which is what got him that far. And then he did win, you know, got to give him res mm -hmm. give respect for him winning some competitions when he needed to. Um, and, and he never played, got on the block. He made it so that he never got on the block. But his hands yes. were extremely dirty. Yeah, he played. Yeah, he played. He played hard, um, and he played the game relatively well. But he he talked about being a super fan, and he forgot about jury management. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to manage the jury. You have to be able to play the game well enough, strategize well enough, but you can't tick them off when they leave the house. Well, especially a jury that has access to the show. Because in, in the regular season, they don't have access to the show. All they have are the clips that they show them. But mm -hmm. they had access to the show. So they could go back and they could watch every episode that happened up to that point. Mm -hmm. And they could watch the live feeds. And, yeah, he he did not. He he played a sloppy game in that regard. Yeah. He did. He's looking at us like, well, one day they're going to talk about something that I know about. You need to get on the <laughs> The Big Brother bandwagon. Yes. I do, I do. I see. I'm like, oh, it sounds good, but I have no clue, no clue. But I need to join. It's a good. It's really good. Oh, Kevin, I was really mad when you got eliminated for Biggest Loser, Doctor D. I thought that you could have gone through to the final. I did too. We're not going to talk about it though. That was what, man. I can't believe it. that was close to nine years ago. Wow. Wow, such a long time ago. Nonetheless. Celebrity Big Brother, we're waiting for now. We're waiting for the summer so that we can get into the real one where we get into the big stuff. Um, on a different note, Wendy Williams, y'all. Hmm. Yeah. I'm kind of sad. Like, she's done her share of dirt through the oh, years, yeah. but I'm just kind of sad to see it end the way it's ended. Yeah. I mean, she has to get healthy. She has to, you know, concentrate on her health and and really not just her physical health, her mental health. I think she's been going, not think, she has been going through a lot mm -hmm. in different ways for quite some time now. Um, and then her mom passed and, you know, it's a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm super happy for Sherry Shepard. I'll be honest, I wasn't an avid watcher of the William, Wendy Williams show. I would um, watch if I heard some, it was some big time scoop or Wendy was really doing something crazy, I would tune in here and there, but I wasn't an avid watcher, but I'm really happy for Sherry Shepard. I'm really, really happy for her. I don't know how she'll do in the role. I've never watched it since she's been on there, but I, I hope that she does well. 
I love I love to see people win. And Sherry Shepard has done her time like she did. You know, she did her her time with other things. Mm -hmm. And then uh, she spent her time on The View and then kind of moved into the next part of her life. And so to see her actually come back full circle with her own show, we are we're rooting for you, Sherry, really wishing you well, all that God has for you. Um, all right. So talk to us a little bit, Crystal. There was something that you saw with uh, Tamar Braxton. There was something going on with her and her son and her. Are she and Vince officially divorced or are they just separated? No, they've been divorced. I think okay. Since They're officially divorced. Sorry, ex-husband. All right. So what's going on with that? Well, they share a child together. Got it. Yep. And his son. Yeah. And um, he was spending time with the father. So she has the primary custody. Mm -hmm. And the son was spending time with the father. And the father had actually blocked her. Her ex-husband blocked her on his phone. And then the son wasn't answering his phone. So she went to Instagram and went live and was saying that she was on Instagram live just because she needed to talk to her son. So she's like, if I get on here, then he'll log on and he'll talk to me. And so then uh, I'll try to read what she had um, said. Um, she says, um, she was talking about how, like, even if, if it was his time to spend, if this was the son's time to spend time with the father, she felt that um, even if I call 13,000 times a day, it shouldn't matter because he's my only son and I should be able to talk to him whenever I want. Oh, wow. Yeah. So her son's name, by the way, is Logan Vincent. Logan, Logan yes. is his name because I think they call him Logie or something like that. Yes. Um, so Logan. So they both have cell phones. Um, Logan has a cell phone and the father has a cell phone. So while the father had Logan, you know, during his time that he was supposed to be with them, they both turned their phones off so she didn't have access to them. Well, he, oh. the father had blocked her. Oh, blocked her. He wasn't even about turning the phone off. He blocked her. Mm -hmm. From his phone or from the kid's phone too? His phone. So she couldn't call the father. Okay. And Logan, does Logan have a phone too or just no? It's... He had a phone, but he wasn't answering. Wow. So what are we thinking about this? Um, I think it's a, a, a good topic to talk about boundaries, you know, okay. because there there should be some boundaries. Like if, if she's the primary caregiver... Now let me let me say I'm speaking from a person who does not have children, so <laughs> I can't, you know, like my word is not bond when it comes to parenting because I haven't okay. experienced that. However, but I'm just saying though, like if you are the primary caregiver, so you get to spend day and night with this child. If he only gets a matter of a weekend, or I don't know how long the time was that he was spending with him, if it was just the day, um, I think that you have to respect that person's boundary. Like that this is my time with my child. You know, as opposed to you're constantly calling them. Yes, you should have access to them. I don't think he should have blocked her, but she also should know not to call back to back to back to back or whatever that may be. Mm -hmm. What you thinking, Christy? I, I agree. I think this is a good transition because Tamar was the winner of Celebrity Big Brother, what, the year before last or something yeah. like that. When they had um, the last season, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, if you know Tamar, then you know Tamar is team too much. Mm -hmm. And she, yes, so she is, I love her, Baltimore girl, you know, and all that. Um, really do like, like, I really do like her from what I know of her, but she has always been team too much. And to blow up your ex-husband and son's phone when there is nothing, when you know he's okay. Mm -hmm. Once the son gets to the father and says, hey, mom, I'm good. It, at that point, it should just be a every, you know, every day she can check in and be like, hey, baby, I love you. Just checking in, seeing how you're doing. It should not be a back to back unless there was some kind of emergency you back home with her. OK, but I don't know if that was if that was the case. Knowing Tamar, what I know of Tamar, it probably wasn't. You know, and she's just being on T Tamar's too team too much, you know, bandwagon. She's just too much. I get it. Happen. It's always some drama with her. Oh. Well, and maybe that's a part of her hype, right? Is that a part of her hype, like to have the drama or no? Yes, no, maybe so. That's just her. Like she said, it. it <laughs> I think if the cameras weren't there or whatever, she would still be that way. Like, that's mm -hmm. who she is as a personality. Well, I, I think she just turns it up more when the cameras are on. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I hope I, I, I just hope I'm never in a situation like that. So there's that. But yeah, I agree that that's, I love that you said that. And Crystal, that's a good conversation. I think that, you know, our listeners, all of us need to really recognize is what are boundaries. And sometimes what that means is that we have to make sure we do a preemptive strike on those boundaries, because sometimes we hold people accountable to our boundaries, but we haven't let them know that these are what the boundaries are, right? We kind of take, I think in that situation, this situation is a little weird because I imagine what probably happened was she just was just, like you said, was just being extra, was like calling every two seconds, whatever, whatever. And there was that. But at the same token, if I'm going to make that, if I'm going to make that stance, I need to at the very least let you know that this is the stance I'm taking and this is why, so that we all can be on the same page about it. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, and I think that that goes, I mean, that's a bigger conversation just about, you know, we live in this world now where everybody's like, well, I'm just, I'm just showing, showcasing my boundaries. Well, have you, have you taught people, not taught people, but have you educated people on the fact that you're doing this, like that you're choosing to have these boundaries, right? Or are you trying to hold people accountable to a standard that you haven't even let them know exists, right? right? I think that sometimes we have to be careful when we set these boundaries, but then we haven't informed the folk that we set these boundaries and that we hold them accountable to the boundary. Well, you're not, you're not um, respecting my boundaries. Well, wait a minute, pause, time out. You never told me that this was a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Good point. <laughs> and I think that that's the thing is like, as adults, we need to start having adult conversations instead of just being reactive. You know, like mm-hmm. a lot of times people react to certain situations instead of actually cognitively thinking, okay, how is this person feeling? Maybe he hasn't had time with his son. Maybe that's why he's not answering. Instead of like, oh, well, I'm going to find a way to call him any any kind of way I can, you know? And then like when you do speak to him again, be like, hey, when you didn't answer my phone calls, it made me feel this way. Made me feel you know? this way, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so um, next time, can we have a way so that we can communicate, you know, um, and like you said, actually discuss it on a normal level instead of like escalating, um, either either party, you know, because mm-hmm. maybe he went to the extreme by blocking her and maybe she went to the extreme by overcalling. But where is it that we can meet in the middle, raise our child and so that the child also isn't um, affected. So later on, they emulate the same behaviors, mm-hmm. you know, when they get into a relationship, are they going to be stonewalling as far as blocking the person? Or are they going to be um, controversial as far as like still attacking the person as far as call, 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 you know, like you have to think about your child and how they're perceiving the situation as well. No, that's a, that's a, that's a great point. And I think um, we may need to pick that up after this next break. Let's go ahead and take a quick break, Alexia. Let's come on back and talk some more about this. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candidates to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything, contact us so we can create. So, you know, it's it's funny you're talking about boundaries and we you, you talked about this with kids watching their parents. And this is a little unscripted, y'all. But here in Baltimore, we're having a situation where um, the kids, right? And I'm talking about the teenagers are acting a fool. <laughs> like um, one of the one of the malls here, and we do still have a couple of indoor malls. Um, I know that indoor malls are getting phased out, but we have a mall here, uh, Towson Town Center, Christy, where um, you know Towson Town Center is. Eh, it's not necessarily like high end all the way across the world, but it's a it's a it's not your average mall. It's a little. Higher end. I mean, it has a Louis Vuitton store, and although I think that one's closed because of it's it. gone. Yeah, it's gone. That's true. So yeah, it's it's, it's become it's becoming um, not so high end as it was before. Um, and apparently, spring of um, there was some teenagers that went in and started a uh, shoplifting and stuff from one or two of the stores. And then what happened was they started fighting with the folk, and they caused fights and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. And we're noticing that this is happening across the board, like even in um, 
in the Inner Harbor here. Inner Harbor is like one of the, you know, was one of the prime tourist destinations of Baltimore. People come to Baltimore, you always tell them, hey, go to the Inner Harbor. When people come to visit, I sometimes I don't tell them to go to Inner Harbor. I'll be like, yeah, you may want to stay away from that because I don't go hang out at the Inner Harbor because it's just not, it's not what it used to be, right? People mm -hmm. go down there and start acting a fool. And I think you brought up a good point about these boundaries. What is that about? Like, what what is going on here? Like, what what is happening? Are, are, do you think the kids are bored? Do you think we don't have enough for them to do? Do you think that there's a different generation of thinking when it comes to decorum and boundaries? What's your thoughts on that, Crystal? I think there's definitely it's a different generation. For one, like we weren't allowed to do certain things. Um, and our parents were more active in our lives where I feel like a lot of the younger people, they either watch a lot of television or they're into social media and they also feel very entitled. Like <laughs> we felt like it was a privilege to wake up in the morning. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> and live in our parents' houses. We knew whose house it was. It was not our house. It was our parents' house. You know, and it was don't go to school. You don't embarrass me. You know, you you be respectful. And you represent us when you leave this house where now a lot of the, the kids, they feel entitled. Like um, I remember like for our, my, my birthday, I wanted my mom to make me a cake and I wanted her to make like, like a cat, like a kitty cat cake, you know, like <laughs> like the face of a cat. And I begged for that cake for forever. And I wanted like licorice for the eyes and the lips, you know, and um, <laughs> she finally made it. And I was so happy. You know, like I said, it's my birthday. But now these birthday parties are like over the top. Everything that the, the children do in like, even at the, the young age, like 16 and stuff, they have like hair down, you know, all the way down. They have full faces of makeup. I remember I had to beg for lip gloss. Okay. <laughs> Lip gloss and if and, and for a purse, my mom's like, you don't need no purse. You ain't got no woman things. You put in no purse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no woman things to put in the purse. <laughs> That's funny to me, Christy. What you thinking? What, what's going on here? I, I, I second what Crystal, you know, said. It, it's. It's. I was just thinking as she was talking about some of the things that she felt, you know, privileged to, to experience. I remember McDonald's was a big deal. Yes. You know, or it was that famous, you know, especially black mother uh, saying, "You got McDonald's money, right. right?" You know, and McDonald's. When you think about it back then, in using today's what it costs now, like it was nothing. It was like yeah. You can get a burger for a dollar. You know what I mean? It was or less. So, but it was a privilege to eat outside of the house, whether it was yeah. McDonald's or not. It was it was a privilege to do that, and you did you got that when you did something well. Maybe you got a, a gold star in school or something. You know, um, it was a special. It was a special treat. Yeah. I know you, when you speak on that. I remember our house. It was payday. You know, payday was when we got to eat out, and you had to choose what your eat out was going to be. And so it was like, it was special. Like, did I want Chinese food? Did I want McDonald's? Did I want a cheesesteak sub? Like whatever it was, but that was special because I knew I probably wasn't going to eat out again for another couple of weeks, mm -hmm. you know? And so I wanted to make, McDonald's was actually a treat. It was like, Ooh, I'm getting McDonald's today. Like, mm -hmm. right. Shoot, when we went on field trips and they were like, guess what? Make sure you have some McDonald's money. Cause we're going to stop yes. at McDonald's on the way. Like, Whoa. You tell these you tell this batch now that you're gonna stop at McDonald's, they're gonna look their nose up at you. I don't eat McDonald's. Right. I remember we got to ride in the front seat of the car. That was a big deal. Yes, that was a, otherwise all kids sat in the back. Mama didn't care, you know. Like, that was a big deal. If you got to sit in the front seat, oh, you did something like extra special, you know. And so it's small things like that where we were younger, where now that's nothing. You know, you could buy a kid a car, and if you don't buy them a Mustang convertible, they're mad. You know, like. <laughs> but you know, it makes me it makes me laugh though because, uh, I don't know because now I start I'm starting to feel like we are we truly are the aunties and uncles. Oh yeah, like we are. almost like we are the ones that are like because I'm sure the well, generation definitely. above us they kind of fussed about us and how you know we were you know spoiled and that sort of thing. So I guess it just that's just is that part no, of the course? That we still had respect. That's the thing. Like. I, I was saying that to say, like, uh, we couldn't go to the mall. Come on, like, you ain't got no mall money. 
Why are you going to the mall for? You know? And now these kids go and they go in groups. So they have like this, this herd mentality. And then they know what they can pick on or beat up, whatever, like take over. To them. Yeah, no one can do it because there's more of them than there is of the people that are, you know, mm -hmm. at the store and stuff. And so um, like they go and they do these things where we would never, like, first of all, we wouldn't even be there because how do, how are we getting there? And then even if we could ride the bus or whatever, it was still like you wasn't supposed to be there. So you don't get more in trouble when you get home when your parents found out that's where you were at. And it, it was a matter of respect for other people's things, too. Like people don't respect other people, one, or or their, or their belongings. But here's the scary thing. If you think about it, it's our generation that's raising this generation. Raising this generation. Up, so what yeah. happened? What did we yeah. not pass down? Yeah. What are we not doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, so I, I think it's a combination of the times, the access that these these uh, student students uh, children have. They have way more access to things that we didn't have access to or had to sneak around to get access to. It's right there for them. Um, so I think it's a it's a combination of us not raising the generation that we are um, and instilling in those our children those things. And then just, you know, the way that kids have access to everything and everything's just out there and yeah. They have a lot of exposure to things. You know what? You're right, Christy. And then to that end, while you're talking about access, they also, I'm going to keep it real. Some of the challenges that they have to face are different from what we went through. Yes. Right? Like, I mean, you know, I don't know. I just, I think of some of the stuff that they're going through now is like, whoa, this is a, uh, this is a little intense. Like, I don't know. I, I've already said this. It's not quite directly related, but I'm glad I don't, I'm not dating. Crystal, I I, I love you. And I'm, I'm praying for you with this dating scene because dating is a whole different, a whole different ball game. This, this generation now. You haven't and even lied. I, I, so I'm just like, you know, I'm thankful for Shavella, Shavella Dorsey because, you know, that's it. Like <laughs> the whole, just the whole way of dating is just different. So I, I can only imagine the other aspects of it. And, and Chrissy, that's a, that's a good note about the fact that's, yeah, that's, that's our generation. The people we went to high school with are raising these. Yeah, that's true. I mean, and, and Crystal, the people we went to college with, like they're sending their kids to college now I know, um, and all that stuff. And it's like, mm, wow. Well, this is more, more, more things to, to ponder. Wow. Our time has Wow, after time has like gone away. It's always fun to just talk with y'all and just kind of work through some things. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and take our last break and then close on out. Follow the Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Oh, well, it is time yet again. We are at the top of the hour and uh, it was great hanging out with you all as always. Christy and Crystal, thank you for spending uh, a part of your Saturday morning. You too, Mason. Thank you for hanging out with us. <laughs> I'm loving uh if, if any of you follow Christy on social media, you will see pictures of Mason in his do-rag so he can match his daddy. And that was Aww. hilarious. Hilarious. I don't think I can get Mike to put a do-rag on. Um, but um, he's too he yeah, he he didn't have a choice right now. Mike does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with that note, it was great seeing you all. And uh I just wish you all I wish everybody, all our listeners, just be in prayer for each other. Uh, pray for our world. It's just mm -hmm. really just in, just and everybody get ready. Like just be in ready. I'm not saying get ready like for a major attack, although that could happen. But like you know, just put, get things in order. You know, if you need to buy a little extra water, stock up a little bit. Um, not trying to raise any alarm, but you know, you just don't want to be caught off guard. Um, just start just being smart. Maybe start saving a little bit, making sure you got a little bit of cash somewhere because you just never know. I think tights. We're going to have to tighten up a little bit in the coming months. So it's going to be a long summer. <laughs> so to that end, I wish you all of God's blessings that he has for you. Until we meet again, peace.
Thanks for tuning in to Headbase with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.